कैपिटलिस्ट डिस्क्लेमर दिस पॉडकास्ट वॉज क्रिएटेड एज ए पार्ट ऑफ पॉडकास्ट लैब बाई इंडिया फिल्म प्रोजेक्ट इन एसोसिएशन विथ एंकर बाई स्पॉटिफाई हेलो लवलीज वेलकम बैक टू सोली लोकियर आई एम री एंड आफ्टर अ लॉन्ग पोस्टिप्रेसिव नैप ऑफ थ्री वीक्स आई एम बैक अगेन फॉर एनदर एपिसोड एंड स्पॉयलर वर्निंग I am going to talk about Taylor Swift and her song 22 today. I hope you all know that Taylor re-released her album Red from 2012 this November on the 12th. And no, it was not about fan service or revenge or any gimmick. She did it to take control of her own music and in the process redefine the music industry related to the record labels and musicians. For the uninitiated I will be info dumping now regarding Taylor's reasoning so bear with me for now Taylor was signed on to Big Machine Records in 2005 at age 15 years old and Big Machine Records owned the master record rights to her first 6 albums and what are master records Well a song contains multiple copyrights but to understand this we need to talk about only two of them Taylor always has and always will have the records to the lyrics and arrangement but the recordings the ones that are sold on CD cassettes vinyl the ones that are streamed and used in TV show and movies and commercials that is called the master records and copyrights to those are held by the record labels and they pay the artists literally peanuts there have been famous bands who went bankrupt or artists who died penniless because of the greed of these record labels anyway scooter brown who you might know as the guy who discovered justin bieber had been bullying taylor for quite some time If you remember Kanye's infamous famous music video then you know Kanye was under Scooter's company Ithaca or Schoolboy Records and Justin Bieber also mocked Taylor in his post which you can actually see in Taylor's Tumblr post if you care that much and after Taylor switched to Republic Recording Scooter Brown bought the master records of the first 6 albums by Taylor from Big Machine for 300 million dollars Not only that Scooter refused to let Taylor use her own songs on multiple occasions most notably her Netflix documentary Miss Americana Scooter apparently also sold the catalog of Taylor's album to Shamrock Holdings the price is under speculation but the value of those six albums will return is more than a billion dollars over time and Taylor had no knowledge of this deal and she would not have earned a single penny out of this deal so This year Taylor announced that she will re-record all her earlier 6 albums and started the journey with Fearless Taylor's version in April 2021 and now in November she released Red Taylor's version This is about her taking a stance against the bureaucracy of the music industry's talentless men has started a conversation regarding the toxic practice in the music industry where record labels own the music and not the artist and this is going to define the music industry for the forthcoming future along with her talking against the very low payout rate of music streaming services 
Anyway, let's get back to me. This podcast is about me after all. I have been a fan of Taylor since her MySpace era. And though my favorite had been the love story and trouble had made me cry on the cold hard ground, I was not a huge fan of 22. Maybe because I could not relate to the song when I listened to it for the first time when I was 18. This time I was not even excited about 22 either. All my attention was on the 10 minute version of All Too Well. Also, my partner D is a huge Swifty. We decided to throw a red release party on the 12th of November and invited fellow peer Swifties in our circle. We met a tailor shrine, cut out famous lyrics and pasted all over the walls with red roses and balloons. We cooked and we plastered the album in full volume and danced and sang along and cried with it. It was honestly magical. When 22 started playing, I was sitting by my partner under the Taylor shrine and as the song went on, it felt like she has been talking about me and this was honestly unexpected. My eyes were tearing up and I was overwhelmed. All I could do was hold their hand tightly, put my hand on their shoulder and let the tears flow. Now, I am much closer to 30 than I am to 22. I have never had any attachment with the age of 22 anyway. I was a closeted egg back then, life was shitty and I had zero clues. But now I do. Now I know what I am and what I want. But hey. I was late for the party. I am grateful that the community does not look down upon older people transitioning mostly and I am good at cutting people off but I have always felt left out. I am not gonna lie. I am jealous of young trans people. People who realize early that they are trans are lucky. I mean trans fans have an average life expectancy of 50 years so i hit my midlife crisis after couple years of coming out and i was alone i mean had i known earlier i could have planned for it you know also i am jealous of the trans youth because they have an innocence regarding the community and the world that i do not have and sometimes i feel i have wasted my youth pretending to be someone i am not and due to me coming out late, I did not have certain safety nets that young people can afford. But now I'm going through my second puberty and I don't feel like a teenager. This is understandable because I'm not a 16 year old anymore, but I don't feel my age either. It's a place where I don't feel I belong. I can't connect with the trans influencers on the social media. I don't have the money to afford the clothes, let alone surgeries. I didn't feel I belong for a long time. But uh, this year I decided to move out and take control of my life and it has honestly been quite struggling to say the least. I am autistic and I struggle with doing daily tasks. Uh, my in-person communication skills are very poor as well, especially with unknown people. Uh, living alone is a daily struggle I really was not prepared for. Not to mention the lack of jobs and opportunities due to me being trans. 
yes, 2021 started very stressfully. At first, I moved out in February and started living alone, and I started socially transitioning as well. Uh, my medical transition will start soon. Fingers crossed. I met friends after a long time. I started dating again as well. Dealt with heartbreaks and also turns in queer spaces. And being broke in the late twenties. I was happy after a long, long time. I was surrounded by other trans people in my own home, and it's my safe space. We danced so much, and I love to host others. So, but hey, I'm surviving. That night was truly different from all other nights I have had so far in Kolkata. I mean, I hosted a house party with my partner who is also trans, and we are going steady. I felt at peace. We dressed up and we got decked up. And we are gays in a house party. You know we are rocking tailor-inspired hipster attires and candles. I was happy. I was really, really happy. I was drowning in serotonin. And though these moments are rare, these are what that makes me feel at home with my chosen family and real human contact. I was free. I moved out of my parents and I started living on my own, and that has been great for my overall mental health. I am still dealing with multiple mental health issues, but they are much more manageable now. And I have access to proper medical help now as well. I got my ears pierced, and the holes closed. Uh, but my FF friends all affirmed. that it's a very common fame experience so overall i am happy my piercing hole closed i am going to get it pierced again anyway and i am confused too who isn't anyway i think our generation the indian millennials deal with confusion the most because we are the bridging generation of two completely different generations the boomers and the gen z but personally i have been dealing with confusing but personally i have been dealing with confusion regarding my sexuality mainly i go by queer but i am exploring and that's a talk for another day and god yes i have been lonely it's the pandemic we have all been lonely physically mentally or emotionally one way or the other if you haven't been lonely I am very very jealous of you. I do have a partner but having a partner is not a cure for loneliness. You know I planned how my living alone life would be. I had a dream a vision me being trans and not really having a personal space in all of my life. I wanted it to be perfect. And my models were trans celebrities and influencer people i see regularly on my social media feed and even my politics and maybe a little bit of my personality i'm probably minimizing it but that's okay was influenced but hey 
my lived experience didn't align with most neither did the lifestyle so i am trying to define my lifestyle and my politics in my own way this year i cut contact with people left communities i have been part of this year had been a constant change and i am happy about it and yes it was absolutely miserable but it had also been so much more magical and on that night surrounded by people i love and who love me it felt free it felt right it felt ecstatic and i felt i am 22 i felt the song is about me this is not true of course but still this was my main character moment i felt that i am not alone and for this i'll be indebted to taylor is it too cheesy definitely but i know what i felt and all the emotions that i still can't process or put down in words but that's okay i'm sure i'll get there eventually maybe stay tuned to find out if i do i got to go now though i don't have any much more to talk also i need to apply for some new jobs if you wanna talk you can always slide into my dms at readerspace on instagram See you baby soon. Bye.